Hello and welcome to The Shadow from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Finally, men refused to sail. 
Jackson's been Harvard for the last 20 years. How long have you had this ship? Only a short while. You see, I was in something of a spot with the government taking over most of the merchant marine. And when I found the Raven for sale, it was a godsend. Well, uh, were you told about this legend of death concerning the ship when you bought it? Yes, but I thought it was just a story. Story such as any old sailing ship might have acquired in its long life. Something has happened to make you think otherwise? On its first trip from my plantation, the captain was murdered in his cabin. Oh, but that doesn't necessarily... The door was locked from the inside and there wasn't a mark on his body. Frankly, Cranston, I too am beginning to believe this ship is a curse. <laughs> I was watching the men taking the stuff off in that boat while I was waiting for you on this way, Mr. Clancy. Oh, were you sure? Yes, sir. And it's so bad that the taste of sailing boats is over that they're over. Why do you say that, Stevie? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because I read it somewhere. <laughs> I was just making with the conversation, like they say. You two have been so quiet, I was just making with the conversation. Like they say. Uh, yeah. Uh, see. I would like very much to be a sailor. Sailing on a briny deep and, and batting down the hatches and, and stuff. <laughs> well, Shreevy, I don't think you'd like that ship. Why not? I am thinking to myself, that ship is beautiful. In a repulsive sort of way. Yes, certainly is. Shreevy, that ship once carried slaves from Africa to America. Is that so? Well, you can't blame the ship, you can't blame. No, but the taint of the men who indulged in that business... Still seems to stick to her. Well, that's quite understandable. What do you mean, Mr. Cranston? That ship is haunted. Oh, well, I... You mean it's got ghosts to stop? what were you driving? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I thought for a minute you said the ship was haunted. She did. <laughs> oh, Shady, you're too excitable. Yes, ma'am, I'll keep reminding myself of that, I'll keep. Well, after all, it may be only a peculiar combination of circumstances. Come on, don't you believe what Mr. Carew told us? That the captain was found dead in his cabin? With the door locked on the inside? Margot, the captain may have died from natural causes. There were no marks of violence on his body, and as he was buried at sea... What about the wailing noises that were heard the night he died? What about that awful smell aboard ship? An odor of death? Was all that just coincidence? Yeah, how about that, Mr. Cranston? Coincidence? Well... It seems likely, but... What about all the trouble Mr. Grew had with the men being afraid to sail the ship again? Do you think you could scare all those men with a peculiar combination of circumstances? No, that's very true. Well, you've convinced me, Margot. Well... Convince me that I ought to accept Mr. Carew's offer to sail with him aboard the Raven. Sail? But Lamar will have to start shopping like mad for cruise calls. Uh, Margot... Let me see. Margot... Hmm? You didn't hear me correctly. Mr. Carew asked me to sail with him. Just me. Oh, Lamont, you wouldn't... Margot, that's final. This is one time you're not going along. Well, Lamont, needless to say, I'm glad that you've decided to come along this trip. All right, there you Funny, but I've got a strange feeling about this particular voyage. A feeling that I may not come back alive. Oh, now, Carew. Well, Mr. Carew, we'll be sailing with the tide in about 20 minutes. Good. Uh, Captain Flanagan, this is our one and only passenger, Lamont Cranston. How do you do? Well, how do you do, sir? 
So you're the gentleman who's going to ferret out our spook, eh? Oh. You know the ghost legend? Captain Flanagan knows all about it. Mr. Cranston, I am not a superstitious man. I've examined my cabin where this so-called murder took place from stem to stern. And can't find a hiding place big enough even for a ghost. If a spook is going to clamber down that porthole tonight, I'll welcome him with open arms and buy him a spot of rum. He'll deserve it. <laughs> now, gentlemen, I'm more worried about my crew than I am of any ghost. Never in all my years at sea have I seen a meaner or uglier bench of men. Well, they were the only men we could get, Captain. They were superstitious about a hoodoo ship. Hey, Captain, look aloft. That man's going to fall off the rigging. Oh, oh don't worry about him. Even with one leg, he's more agile than the rest. Yes. That wooden leg of his doesn't seem to hinder him at all. That's Ross, the boatswain, Captain. And he's the ugliest of an ugly lot. Well, he's a good man. I don't know how I'd ever have a crew for you if he hadn't persuaded the men to sign on for another voyage. I hear you. Boatswain, come here. Aye, aye, sir. Ross, this is our new skipper, Captain Flanagan. Welcome, sir. Welcome to the good ship, Raven. Haven't I met you someplace before, Mr. Rock? Not that I recall, sir. You look familiar to me. Not perhaps I'm mistaken. Yes, sir. Is that tobacco you're chewing, Mr. Rock? That it is, sir. I won't have any chewing or smoking while you're on duty. Yes, sir. Over the side it goes, sir. Good. Uh, Mr. Rock, I have been informed that discipline aboard this ship has been very lax. Oh? I'll not tolerate that. As soon as we're out to sea, I want to talk to the entire crew. I'll see that they're assembled on deck, sir. Good. Now, back to your work, Mr. Rock. Aye, aye, sir. Don't you think you're being a little hard on him, Captain? Mr. Carew, I hope you won't mind my telling you this, but I'm the captain of this ship. You're the owner. But once we're out to sea, this ship is my responsibility. No offense, Captain. I quite understand. Uh, captain Flanagan, for a moment you thought you recognized Rock. Yes. Who did you think he was? A man who used to work for me some years back. But I, I must have been mistaken. And now, gentlemen, will you do me the honor of dining in my cabin tonight? Perhaps the presence of three men who don't believe he exists will discourage our ghost. <laughs> Mr. Cranston, Mr. Carew, when we hit that typhoon, there weren't enough able-bodied men aboard her to bury the dead. Oh, yes, yes. Captain, you've been all right about seeing the dishes the way it's up. Yeah, clearly, yes. Yes, sir. Well, you were saying, Captain, about the typhoon. Yes, that's a very interesting yarn, Captain. Well, for three days and three nights it blew. I lashed myself to the wheel with the waves breaking across the deck. Finally, the first mate relieved me, and I crawled into my cabin more dead than alive. I didn't care whether the ship sank or not. I've gone through that same thing, Captain. You mean last to the wheel? Oh, no. Seasickness. Ah. Ah. As a matter of fact, Lamont, I'm afraid I have a touch of it myself right now. Oh, no, Guru. Yes, friend. So, if you'll both excuse me, I think I'll go out on deck for a little fresh air. Yes, yes, what's the matter with you? You've broken all the dishes. What are you staring at? The horn. come. I know that he's looking at that locker over there in the corner. Yeah. I see the jaw move. Oh. Yeah, that. There's something in there. Well, there's only one way to find out. Come out. Yes, come on. Margo. Uh, who is this woman? I'll explain, Captain. Margo, what do you think you're doing? A very bad job of stowing away, Lamont. But a very good job of 
being seasick. Oh! Margot! Margot! Here I am, Lamont. Oh. Feeling any better, Margot? Yes, a little, thanks. Well, you can go below now if you want to. Go to have my captain. Carew and I are going to bunk together. Oh, thanks, Lamont. You're a dear. Wait till this voyage is over before you thank me, Margot. Things are brewing aboard this old ship. Things that may result in the death of any of us. You learned anything yet, Lamont? Not yet, Margot. But the shadow is going to Captain Flanagan's cabin tonight. Well, what can you gain by questioning Captain Flanagan? I'm not going to question him, Margot. Tonight, the shadow is going to be merely an observer. Because I think that an attempt will be made on the captain's life. And I'm going to prevent it, if I can. Who's there? Who's there? It's only me, Miss. Yes, sure. Frighten me for a minute. You pardon my saying so, Miss. The deck of this ship ain't no place for a young lady to be alone this time of night. I'm getting to think you're right, Jack. Yeah. This ship is haunted. What? I've got a feeling that something's going to happen tonight. Jack, you don't believe in ghosts, do you? Maybe yes. Maybe no. But I don't like to feel a death in the air tonight. Is that you over there? No. No, it's I, Margo. Thanks, Lamont. He didn't come back to the camp. What? I don't know. What's the camp asked me about? Mm. You know the said odor? What? Yes. The odor of death. The same odor that turned into the ship when Captain Nicholson was killed on the last ship. Yes, you go around to the... Well, where is he? Who? Yes. I was just talking to him. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. He was right there a minute ago. I didn't see anyone talking to you when I came up. But he's just here, I know. That wailing I heard, too, when Captain Rutherford was killed. That scream came from Captain Flanagan's cabin. Come on, hurry! In a moment, our curtain will rise on Act Two. Meantime... Let's talk about how you and your family can keep warm from now until next May. Heat your home with blue coal. You know, it's a fact that with blue coal, which is the finest of Pennsylvania hard coal, you can enjoy comfortable, even warmth throughout your house. Let the cold winter winds blow. You'll be snug and completely free of heating care. One reason it's so easy to heat with blue coal is that it's delivered to your home in exactly the right size for your heating class. Another reason, and one you want to be sure to remember, is the new Deluxe Blue Coal Heat Regulator. Every home should have one. It's as easy to operate as an electric light switch. It automatically opens and closes the dampers on your furnace and keeps every room at an even temperature. You can let the weatherman do his work. You're always comfortable. Ask for a free demonstration of the Blue Coal Heat Regulator in your own home. No obligation whatever. Get in touch with your reliable neighborhood blue coal dealer tomorrow. He's listed under the word blue coal in your classified phone directory. Remember the name, blue coal. Blue coal is color marked for your protection with a harmless blue tint. And now, 
back to the shadow. He's dead. Captain Flanagan is dead. Oh, Mr. Carew. His face is so contorted. He must have suffered horribly. Oh, Lamont. I heard the scream and came running. What is it? Look for yourself, Cranston. Captain Flanagan is dead. The same way that Rutherford got it. And not a mark on him. I think you're wrong, Guru. There's a slight scratch on his forehead. Let me see. So there is. How could a little scratch like that have caused his death? And where is the murder weapon? Mr. Guru, you've had plantations in the West Indies for many years. Haven't you ever heard of a native poison brewed from the roots of strange herbs called Maona Gua? It's known to cause instant death. I know. No, I don't know the poison. Why do you ask? Why? Because in some mysterious way, Captain Flanagan was murdered with that drug. And the way you talk, Lamont, seeing that you believe Mr. Carew had committed a murder. Perhaps he has, Margot. But you were there when it happened. You must have seen how it was done. Margot, I was right in the cabin when it happened, but I might have been in New York for all the good it did me. The shadow went to Captain Flanagan's cabin last night. The door was locked and bolted, so I knocked. When he opened the door to see who it was, the shadow slipped into the cabin. Then he locked and bolted the door again. But before I could... Will you continue the voyage? 
When I get your signal. And not my direct signal. The porthole slamming shut will be the signal. That's right. Then I'm to shoot the gun. Remember, just into the air to arouse the men of the crew. You're not to take a shot at the murderer. I'd like to take him alive. Easy, Lamar. Well, I'm still not sure, Margot. But I do know how the murders were committed. I spent the whole afternoon inspecting the captain's cabin again, and at last it came to me. You see, the victims were awakened by... Come in. I was looking for you, Lamont. I wonder if you'd do me a favor. Well, if I can. Do you want to speak with Lamont alone, Mr. Cruz? No. No, thank you. It may sound silly to you, Lamont, but would you take care of this letter for me? A letter? What do you mean? To my wife. Just in case, you know. Oh, nothing's going to happen, Mr. Cruz. Why, of course not. Of course not. I feel as though I'm taking that last long walk tonight. There's something I've got to do. Nice evening, isn't it? Seems pretty fine to be alive. Well, I won't bore you with my emotions. Better have a go at that cabin. You will take care of that letter for me, won't you, Lamont? Certainly. So long. And well he may, Margot. If anything goes wrong with the trap I've set for the killer. Well, let's get along. The shadow has work to do. Now the lock and bolt the door. There. Now there's nothing to do but wait. I could go to bed and wait. Please follow my instructions. Now, count three to yourself and walk. 
three. Now is the time to put your money to work for your country. 
Buy the fence bonds and stamps regularly every payday. Urge your friends to buy. Talk it up among your fellow employees. Many firms already are represented 100%. For example, every single employee of the DL&W Coal Company, producers of blue coal, has subscribed to buy defense bonds regularly. Let's show the access that for nations as well as for men... The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. Next week, same time, same station, your friendly blue coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Be sure to listen. And be sure to phone your neighborhood blue coal dealer for greater heating comfort at less cost. Remember, keep the home fires burning with blue coal. This story was produced by the DL&W Coal Company, distributors of blue coal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.